Hello, and welcome to the Federal Contracting Made Easy podcast, where we take the complex world of government contracting and break it into simple steps that any small business owner can master. Now, let me introduce your host, Nancy Byerly. Today, we're on episode 114, and we're going to talk about HUBZone contracting dollars. Specifically, HUBZone contracting dollars are down 71% since 2010. That's right. You heard me. HUBZone contracting dollars is in a state of steady decline. It's down 71%. So for those that are new and may not know what the HUBZone program is, the HUBZone program is administrated by the United States Small Business Administration, otherwise known as SBA. HUBZone was created by Congress in order to inject money into historically underutilized business zones. These zones are generally located in urban and rural areas, and they allow businesses that meet the qualifications and obtain the certification to have access to a restricted federal procurement opportunities. When I mean restricted, it's restricted to hub zone only firms. Now, in order to qualify, your principal office must reside within a hub zone geographical location and 35% of your employees must reside in a geographical area that's declared to be a hub zone designated area. So what areas qualify for hub zone? Well, the area has to be a qualified census tract or a qualified non-metropolitan county or lands within the boundaries of a federally recognized Indian reservations. Now let's see what happened to contracting dollars in the last decade. So as you can see from 2010 through 2018 to 2019, the hub zone dollars appears to be in a constant state of decline. Even though in 15, 16, it was relatively steady those two years, but it's since dropped dramatically. That drop has been about 71% or more of a drop. And you can see there that its high was in 2010. Even 2009 was relatively low for the hub zone program. So let's look at how does the hub zones contracting dollars compare to small business contracting dollars. So you'll see on the chart that small business contracting dollars is in blue and the hub zone is in orange. You can see that the HUBZone program shows a slight decline in it, but the small business is showing an upward trend into 2017, and then it takes a drastic dive in 2018 and 2019. It kind of smooths out a little bit. That's exactly what we're going to look at. So the HUBZone dollars has been declining, even though small business, it seems that they are getting their share of the contracts, but the HUBZone contracts seem to be declining. Now that's kind of a misnomer when I said the small business seems to be getting their percentage of the contracts because small business in itself, their percentage is down 19%. But it still hasn't been impacted as much as the HUBZone program has. What possible reasons could be for the decline? Well, the biggest problem with the HUBZone program is that the designated qualified areas that are qualified for hub zone geographical locations are constantly changing. 
And I believe there's fewer designated areas now than there ever was once the program was created 20 years ago. I can tell you in the state that I live locally that the areas have been shrinking significantly, especially after the 2010 census. That had a tremendous impact on the program, and we went from about 116 qualified firms down to about 20. So it significantly impacted the percentage of HUBZone qualified firms. So with the areas that are shrinking, it makes it difficult to stay qualified in terms of maintaining your percentage requirements for your employees, that 35%, and making sure that your business is still located, your principal office is still located in a qualified census tract. Now, SBA has recently implemented changes, and these changes went into effect December 26 of 2019 to the HubZone program. I don't believe they've gone far enough, but it, I believe that it will help. I don't believe it's significant enough to counter the downward trend in contracting dollars. All the set-aside programs, contracting dollars, have been in a state of decline. The only one that's improved has been the Women-Owned Small Business Program, which we will look at in a separate video later on. So why has the contracting dollars go down? A multi-reason why. I didn't list all the reasons in this, in this slide, but the reasons are the geographical qualified hub zone areas is shrinking. The number of hub zone qualified firms, in essence, is shrinking also. Then you have a nationwide policy that is encouraging, to a high extent, nationwide contracts. And this is resulting in contract bundling and consolidation, which leaves that that many opportunities for HubZone businesses to be able to beat on that. So you add all these together, and that is having the dramatic effect on the HubZone program. And this is in my opinion. There is nothing that I can find that states all this, but I know on the trends that I've been seeing before, this is what I think is happening. The last thing that I think that is impacting is the way SBA tracks the set-aside goals. Presently, if a contracting officer offers a small business contract and they set it aside for a small business, if that business happens to also be in a qualified veteran or service disabled veteran owned small business and homes owned small business, that contracting officer will take credit on their going for small business because it was a small business contract. They'll take the A day the hub zone, the service disabled veteran-owned business, out of that one contract. And I believe that's an error on SBA and the way the program is currently being ran. My opinion, my opinion only. So I do have some suggested changes. If anybody that is in some empowered to make the changes, I think you need to go back and change the procurement policy. The procurement policy needs to quit going to these national large contracts because in essence what you're doing is you're cutting the throat of growth for small businesses. You sit there and you say you want to support small businesses but then you go to these national contracts. Small businesses that are winning these national contracts are not going to be there 10 years from now and you want these new influx of small businesses coming up to take these businesses place. It's just not going to happen. Stop consolidating and bundling 
contracts immediately. When you do that, that's going to allow more local opportunities for small businesses. And lastly, change the way SBA administers the goaling program and let it only count. If it's a small business set aside, the only thing they can claim is a small business. Even though they may have small business, A-Day, Hub Zone, Services Able, Vet, and Women Owned. Only claim it once, not four times for every program. In addition, more changes need to be made to the Hub Zone program. Presently, if an area that is qualified for Hub Zone is no longer qualified for Hub Zone, then that business maybe they may or may not be granted a three-year. So presently, once you no longer qualify for Hub Zone, you really can't bid any more Hub Zone contracts. And a lot of businesses are having a hard time finding employees in these certified areas or these hub zone designated areas to be able to be able to meet their business and what the business actually needs to hire them for. If they were to change it so that maybe instead of good for three years, it's good for five years or maybe 10 years and only do the changes based on the major impacts the census has, that would make the qualifications open up a lot more. So I believe that SBA needs to do some adjustments to the criteria. And the only way they can do that is through Congress making changes to the actual program. So instead of maybe grandfathering it for a 10-year, the maps don't change for a period of five years. If you updated the maps every five years, it would make things a lot easier. Instead, every time there's an income, unemployment, or that type of change comes in, it changes and reflected on the maps. And that can happen monthly. You could be qualified one month. By the time you submit your application, you could not be qualified. You, they need to make some changes and make that a little bit more so that the changes aren't as dramatic for these businesses going forward. SBA is under pressure from Congress. The Senate Committee on Small Business and Entrepreneurship that is oversought by Senator Cardin He's asking questions on why is contracting dollars down? Our, we're increasing our government spending by 7%. So why is it that contracting dollars are down in all these set-aside programs? Great question, Senator. Why don't you look at the procurement policy? Have somebody do a study on the procurement policy because I believe the past president changed the procurement policy and they went to a nationwide contract. You can't do nationwide contracts and still meet small business goals. Well, you can, but you're not going to have the growth you need for the future to grow these businesses up. Change that. They're looking at SBA to do all the changes. SBA can't do a policy change. That has to come from Congress or from somebody else, but not SBA. Anyways, enough of that. Let's go on. So in summary, I think Congress and SBA and procuring agencies need to take a more active role in making sure that we meet our hub zone goals. Now, according to SBA, if you go out and look at SBA and look at their goaling report, they're saying they're meeting it. And I'd like to know how because I can't go out and reproduce the same numbers that they're producing. But even still, even if they are meeting it, they're not going to continue to be able to meet it. It's, their numbers are just shrinking so drastically. I mean, to go down 71% in a decade, and the program's only 20 years old. So the first, 20, the first 10 years is great. The second 10 years, the program's gone almost down to nothing. And they need to make some changes. It needs to happen now. Contact your congressman. Contact the SBA ombudsman. Reach out to somebody and make them realize that you need that program if you're a HUBZone uh, certified business. 
Anyways, that's it for this week's episode. I hope you found it entertaining. And as always, until next time, be safe. <laughs>